scheduling involves more than just people on site. Admittedly, the most difficult ones and usually the ones that are hardest and, and cause the most angst are the scheduling of work. But even scheduling sales appointments has its own set levels of complexity and keeping them all in your head while you have multiple projects going is the path to chaos and ruin. You're listening to Estimate Rocket Radio, the hassle-free online software for service contractors that keep your business running from lead to pay. We want your business to grow, so we make it easy to get your job done. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Estimate Rocket Radio. My name is Kathleen. I'm the director of sales here at Estimate Rocket, and I am always joined by my very dynamic co-host, Chris Shank. He is the leader of education and engagement here at Estimate Rocket. Hey, Chris, how are you? I'm doing great, Kathy. We have a really great podcast for you today. We have Tom Dros. Tom is our founder and CEO here at Estimate Rocket. And Tom is just a wealth of great information. Uh, to give you some background, Tom has been a software architect and engineer for over 25 years. He has not owned just one hugely successful business. He has owned two in his career. And from a personal experience, and I know all of you who get to talk to Tom um, knows his passion for our customers and their experience. And when I say experience, I mean, he's so passionate about our software and what it offers them, but he's also equally as passionate for the customer success and support side. We're talking with Tom about scheduling. Everyone needs a good scheduling system. They need to know what their scheduling needs are, and they need to know what tools they're going to need. Scheduling is a many tentacled beast. We're proud to have a software that provides good scheduling tools, but nothing does it all. So we talked today about some keys to keep in mind as you go about tackling this issue. Hi, Tom. Welcome to Estimate Rocket Radio. Hey, Kathy. It's great to be here again. Tom, we are going to talk about this crippling fear that a lot of contractors have about scheduling and assignments and really... I've heard so many people, I've said this so many times on this podcast and elsewhere that I've heard from a lot of production managers, operation managers, who, when they come to the task of scheduling, they just, they hate it. Some, some hate it, especially when you're just starting into it, or you're trying to grow your team or grow the company. And you realize that this beast is going to get out of hand mm -hmm. and, you know, people are looking for the right tools. We were at the PCA expo recently and I was sitting at a table and they were talking about, you know, how does Estimate Rocket do scheduling and all those things. So we just know that this is an issue and we do provide tools for this. We just want to talk about the problem that contractors and their teams are facing in their companies and good ways to start resolving those issues and what tools to use. So let's let's define the boundaries on this topic a little bit. Where does scheduling actually start in the life of a project? We consider that scheduling starts when lead first comes in and it continues through post-project follow-ups. Um, there are a lot of things that you might not think of as, you know, a lot of people think of schedule as uh, people on site, but scheduling involves more than just people on site. There's other steps that need to be scheduled. Now, admittedly, the most difficult ones and usually the ones that are hardest and, and cause the most angst are the scheduling of work. 
you know, that is the most involved and has the most depth to it. Um, and also without question, the most moving parts, but even scheduling sales appointments has its own set levels of complexity, mainly because you're dealing in, in many cases in the residential area, you're dealing with, with people whose schedules are changing all the time. So mm-hmm. you might have 10 appointments lined up for the day and find out, oh, wow, four of them just canceled. Mm. Then what do I do? Yeah, defining the boundaries is hard. But then once you get something set and you're like, this could work, and then everything changes. That's part of the problem, I guess, right? Absolutely. And I think, you know, again, we have automated systems for things uh, and software. However, everything requires a system um, for it to be, you know, repeatable and, and predictable. So, and systems go beyond software. Systems involve, you know, a set of predefined steps that you're going to use to solve different problems. And, and it's really, really a key to success is having those, um, those, those processes in place that will get supplemented by having great software that also happens to support what you're doing, trying to accomplish with your processes. So Tom, as you speak to our contractors, why do you think scheduling is such a brain buster for them? Yeah, I think I think we can all um, look at this in a simple way and say, how long does it take to schedule an appointment sometimes? Just for ourselves with one other party. You got the back and forth, you got, you know, all the coordination. And then it turns out, you know, you set that and then you realize, oh, crap, I had another appointment then. There's a lot, and now you now you consider that we have we may need three people on this project, we may need two, we might need six, you know, depending upon the project, how big a project it is, what the requirements are of the project. And now, uh, and with all those other elements, there's just a lot of moving parts that come into play with scheduling. You've got the all your people, you've got the clients, you've got material availability. You've got site availability in terms of, you know, working in with other trades, depending upon the type of project it is. There are just really a lot of moving parts and scheduling. And without a tool to manage that, it it is really totally overwhelming. Hmm. Yeah. I, all of a sudden I had this picture in my head of this root system. I don't know if it's mangroves or whatever, but a lot of these very complex root systems that get tangled up with the life of like other trees and stuff around them and schedules right. seem to be the same way that it, it really is a, an entanglement of a lot of people's lives that you don't even know that you're scheduling for, you know, you think right. I'm just trying to get this job schedule, but the customer's scheduling with other people and they're scheduling with other people and your team's scheduling with other, what a complex web. Uh, so, yeah, that's, as you talk, I'm just seeing this picture more. I'm like, no wonder, no wonder this is such a problem. And keeping them all in your head while you have multiple projects going is the path to chaos and ruin. <laughs> you just can't right. do it. Well, let's talk about that a little bit more just to define the problem. What what specific mistakes do contractors often make that make this more difficult, like trying to keep it all in your head? Yeah, I think I think in the early, you know, when you're when you're a young company and you don't have a big team yet it's very easy to keep things in your head. You know, you may only have one project or two projects running at a time. Uh, As you grow, that becomes more and more difficult. And if you haven't systematized prior to growing, even though you might think you don't need it, you know, when you're, when you have, you know, one or two teammates, um, if you haven't, if you don't develop some sort of systems for it, then as you do add teammates, all of a sudden that 
chaos kicks you in the butt. Mm. And then probably a part of that is once you get a system in place, as you grow, the system needs to be able to grow with you or you need to grow to a new system, right? Because we have questions all the time from people who are using something that worked for a while and either A, they have to add to it now because they they have new needs or they just need something altogether. And that's a scary thing to switch software or systems. Mm. But but we do have people asking that quite a bit, right? I mean, Kathy, you hear a lot of people coming around asking about that kind of thing. Yep. And so we have to help people understand that you, as you grow, that need changes and your capabilities have to be able to grow with you and, and anticipate that next stage. Otherwise it's abortive. You know, you're, you're doing something that has a, another re- complex word is planned obsolescence. It's planned to stop being efficient when you reach this new, a certain yeah, plateau tier or plateau. Right. Yeah. Yep. right. And, and you don't want that because we want to help. I mean, we, we see right. people wrestling with this. I was the education director at, the PCA, the Painting Contractors Association. That's how I met you guys. And I remember us having education and bringing in contractors and in, in pro- production managers, operations managers to talk about this problem of scheduling. And, you know, I was just thrilled that people were finding some solutions like Estimate Rocket to help because, you know, and, and I remember talking with a guy in particular and he just felt like you guys gave his business new life. Because it's a terrifying thing to feel like Mm -hmm. you don't know how to do the next thing that your company's facing to grow into the next level. It's it's really scary because then you got employees that are leaning on you, and then you don't know if am I destined to have this size of company with this with only this profit margin. You're like, I got to get to the next level, but I don't know what. So when people discover a tool that can get you there, it's just it breathes new life into you, into your team, into your company. So Tom, you know, if you could share a pearl of wisdom to our community of contractors who are listening right now, what would you say some of the key points to getting this right? It really starts with the approach of building systems and systems are not complicated. I mean, again, I said earlier, software helps and you, you know, great, good software can really make the process a lot more efficient and effective, but you have to sit down and think through how you want different processes in your business to flow. And it can be a simple outline with, you know, 10 lines in it for how you go from a lead to a customer. And then another 10 line outline on how you go from getting a job accepted to completing the work. And then another 10 line outline about what, you know, what you do after the work is complete in terms of ongoing follow-up. But having those are really important. Um, One of the uh, coaching programs that I'm working in currently is really big on the concept of a playbook, and this is, they call they call their systems playbooks. And it and playbook I think makes it sound a little less scary than system because the playbook is literally just an outline of you know what the steps are. It's not training necessarily; it's just an outline of the steps so that as people when a new lead comes in, it's like okay, here's ten things that we do to get you know to, to close this deal. Um, and again, there may be other things involved in it, but that 10 steps is like the big picture of how you get from the lead to the closed deal. And then similarly for work and, and et cetera. Um, the other idea in the playbook that you can do that's really cool is you can add videos to them. So this a playbook can be a little Google Doc outline or a Word Doc outline. And then if you want to make do videos for some of the sections in the playbook, 
you can just record yourself using a tool like Zoom and make a quick recording, or you can do a, an unlisted YouTube video for these things and link those into your document. Now you've got not only this list of steps that we're going to do to make this thing happen, but you've also got some narrative in, in, the, in the playbook in your video that tells people how you're doing it. And maybe you're even sharing your screen when you do the video so they see what tool you're using. For example, if they're using Estimate Rocket, they could actually show the process that they do in Estimate Rocket in a little short video. And I'm not talking about long things here. I'm talking about short little learning tools. But those playbooks are really, really helpful. Whatever you want to call it, playbook or system or uh, process sheet or whatever, it's it's really a list of how th- you know how you do things at your company. And again, this goes back to what we said a little bit earlier about when you're small and and you know have one or two team members or or maybe have no team members yet you are the playbook you know you don't you don't need to have it written down because you are the playbook but that's the time to start writing down your playbook because when you do want to bring other people in if you have a playbook then it makes it much easier to onboard people it's a huge part of it i'm actually reading a book right now called buy back your time by a guy by the name of dan martell it is a fabulous book uh, and but one of the things he talks about is, you know, delegating things that other people can do. And again, this is as you grow, delegating is key. And one of his, you know, um, mantras about delegating is playbooks. If you want to delegate something, make a playbook for it. And again, short outline, video of you doing it once or twice, and all of a sudden you can hand that off to someone. Doesn't mean they won't have a couple questions, but you've basically documented this whole process that it used to be that only you could do. Now you can share that with someone else and have them be able to do it. Huge, I'm getting tingles winner. as you say that. I mean, that's critical mm-hmm. for companies to grow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really is. Critical. Piece. I think people say it and people talk about it in all different ways, but it all boils down to somewhere you have to have you know a process sheet or or short again short document of hey what are the basic steps in this thing it doesn't have to be 100% of every individual single thing you do it has to be an outline so that as someone reads it they understand okay these are the basic steps in this process wow that was I gold i know <laughs> i think we're Where'd going to adapt from? that right chris every now and then chris every now and then you know <laughs> even a blind squirrel finds an acorn now <laughs> that was awesome Tom, it's been so awesome to have you on this podcast. We truly, we know how busy our CEO and founder is. So we truly appreciate, and I know the community out here truly appreciates it too, because when we're talking to you, it's actually like drinking water out of a fire hose. We learn so much. So we appreciate your time and it's awesome to get to have you in the studios today. Well, it's really a pleasure to be here, Kathy. What makes my world go around is helping other people solve their problems. This is Estimate Rocket Radio. Join our team at EstimateRocket.com. What's your thoughts on that? I'm not sure. You got to... Where are you going with that 